Hi, everybody. You are listening to another episode of Is It That Deep, though, with Joy. And Cynthia. I thought I would say the joy part in a, a higher inflection. Because every time I listen, I'm like, with joy. With joy. <laughs> I hope that sounded natural. We'll work on it. Yeah. Uh, how has your week been? My week's been okay. It's super cold here in Texas and I don't like it because it reminds me of when I was in Chicago. Nothing wrong with being in Chicago. Um, it was really nice being there for grad school, but I just can't do cold. And I feel like how I felt when I was there, which was cold. Oh, so, so it's comparable, even though Chicago had like negative 10 wind chill, negative 10 degrees. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. It's not comparable at all. It's a much, it's still not as bad as there, but I just like anything cold is just cold to me. So it's like, I just don't like it. Similar. I feel similarly. I haven't left, though. Like, I've been squirreled away in my apartment. Mm. So it's easy for me to act like nothing's wrong. I didn't lose power. Good. Um, No issues with running water. So literally just in the house, bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to, like, not worry about the fact that it might... I don't think it's going to freeze. People at work today were saying like, it might, you know, this might be the freeze again. It might be whatever. I was like, I just don't think that. But I also wasn't here when y'all froze last time. So, right. What do you mean freeze? It snowed today. Like, I mean, the it was freezing rain. The roads were kind of frozen or not. Or Oh, no, like the big freeze, like where all the water shut down and stuff. Oh, that. I didn't <laughs> think they'd let that happen again. But I also was like prepared. I went grocery shopping. I was like, they might let it happen Wow. Again. I felt like that was such a drop ball that there's no way that they could be so dumb as to let that happen again. There's no way. And so I I don't think it's going to happen again, but I don't want to speak too soon. Right, right. It seems like the weather's going to increase, like the it's going to get warmer next week. So good. Yeah, I'm going to that stuff away. Um, but besides like the weather, like I think it's just been pretty chill. Things have been chill, try to get through things. Oh, I did get a postdoc, which is exciting. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Two. Yeah, so you get to pick. You get to, to pick one. Choose. Yeah, which is it was hard to kind of I figure know. out. I I thought about that. I really was thinking like if my top two choices for if I was going to a postdoc post documentary, what does that stand for? Post oh postdoc postdoctoral post documentation. Post documentation. Postdoc. <laughs> postdoctoral program. Yeah. And I had two cities I wanted to live in and I got into both of them. But now I got to think about, okay, but which actually is more catered towards my interest in regards to research? Mm -hmm. Which hospital is cooler? Like which place would I rather actually be in? But then also which place could lead to a job so that I'm Mm -hmm. not moving around another year? You know, like it's a lot to think about. Right. And it's like, I know it can only be a year. So when I did residency, I was like, you know, I want to come back to Texas, but at the same time, like it's only a year. So it's only a year I can deal with it. Now it's like, this is only a year as well, but it just feels like the stakes is h- are higher or whatever. And I ultimately like, I like research. The one I picked has more research opportunities and I can meet more people to kind of be able to build that up. So that's what I picked. So yeah, I, when you say I like research, I'm just like blown. <laughs> That was a part of the psychology yeah. program that I hated. Uh, <laughs> the thing that's crazy is I did not come in. So though, like, I mean, if any of y'all are trying to go to grad school for psychology, which I don't know, maybe not, don't do it. But if you are, they tell you, like, say that you love research, especially if it's a PhD program, even if you just want to do clinical work. 
like they always say behind the scenes, like just say you love research because you're going into a research program and then people do the research they need to do for the program. And then when they're done, they never do research again. And that's pretty common. And I came in kind of in that way. But then just over time, I liked research a lot more, especially when it was the research that I liked to do. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay, my week. I need to get out of here. I'm Mm. that pandemic anxiety. And it's like it's even worse now because it's like this is life. It's not, oh, we're in a pandemic. So, you know, right now we just need to tough it out and things will get better. It's like, no, I think I'm going to be in the house or like I don't I don't know. Austin is just a really weird place right now. I'm not doing a lot of things because I just don't see the point. It's cold outside, mm-hmm. tired of wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I like my apartment. Like I, I kind of want to stay home. But at the same time, if I stay home so much, all I'm literally doing is working. Mm. And then like maybe TV, this podcast, see a friend here or there. But like work is over. The fact that I'm working remote makes it so that I'm literally just talking to a screen and looking at a screen right eight to ten hours a day and i can't so i i officially took a week off of work last week of february i'm not working i'm looking into um planning a vacation i want to go somewhere warm i'm thinking mexico i'm thinking all-inclusive resort so working on the logistics you know with me like planning a vacation i love to plan i love to plan i'm she realizing does. like she does pro- <laughs> project management is my thing like i really love to like lay out things and make lists and set reminders and calendar invites but in regards to planning a vacation it starts with what kind of weather are you thinking warm mm. cold are you trying to go hiking are you trying to be on a beach Cool. So that means you should already have a couple of places in mind, whether it's states in the U.S. or whether it's a whole other country. So from there, I will ask the Internet. I'll say, hey, Google, I'll just go ahead and type it in. Where should I go in this state? Where should a single person stay in this place? You know, Mm -hmm. at one point I was like, which is better for a vacation, Costa Rica or Mexico? You know, and you will be surprised that, I mean, you shouldn't be. A lot of people have blogs and they talk yeah. about travel. And so they will literally explain to you, oh, yes, this is what's great about Costa Rica. This is what's great about Mexico. Oh, if you're going to be in Florida, these are the top beaches that you should try to be by. Oh, right. you already know the city that you want to be in. Hey, these are the top resorts in that city or whatever. So, oh yes. Yeah, so I narrowed it down to wanting to be in the Riviera Maya area of Mexico, which is uh, Ooh. does that sound fancy or have you been there no it sounds fancy is it not oh <laughs> i don't know it's the it's oh. like a it's a region in mexico that encompasses like i think tulum and playa del carmen okay um, it's just like a region and so it's like right off of the atlantic ocean no lord what is that ocean is it the is it gulf of mexico no oh, no no, no. Oh, I don't know. Shit, is it? I oh, gosh, I don't know. I know it's not I'm the so Pacific because the Pacific Ocean is what California touches. That's why Oh, yeah, Pacific, that's true. That's, that's why they're Pacific the... Standard Time. And then yes. Atlantic is by Atlanta, Atlantic City, all that shit. That's to the east. So the yeah. ocean is the Atlantic Ocean. If yes. If I'm by the Gulf of Mexico, then I guess I just am, and I'll figure that out. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I literally was like... Riviera Maya sounded cool. And then when I looked more into it, I was like, oh, Tulum's kind of there or whatever. Everybody went to Tulum during the first year of the pandemic. Yeah, it's true. Everybody was like wearing their like shawl and sunglasses. What's that like? (laughs) That was season one of pandemic. (laughs) Everyone was in Tulum. They put on their trench coats and hopped on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) Just like... (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I'm not going to Tulum. But, yeah. Um, I yeah, found some really cool resorts and I'm looking at my budget. My big fear is just like, what if the weather gets worse? Like, what if the pandemic gets worse? What, what if I have to cancel my flight and the hotel's like, bitch, we're not refunding or whatever. Although most hotels won't charge you till you get there. But yeah. actually, I think if you book through like a third party, like booking.com, Expedia.com, things like that, I think they charge you right away. But when you book directly through the hotel, they don't charge you till you get there. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I actually like, don't know. This is the fun part of planning where it's up to me to um, now that I have my lists of my top hotel resort choices, I'm going all inclusive because I'm not trying to leave. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to sightsee. I just want to be somewhere really warm, lay out by the beach, eat all day. Oh, my gosh. Okay, to close out how I've been this week, let me tell you that. So what what is it? Not social security. Um, retirement funds and all that shit. That shit is a scam. Yeah, bro. These people be scamming you. So it is important on one end to be like, you know, right? Of course, disclaimer. We yes. yes. I mean, not not disclaimer. Just like, duh. When you get to be sixty <laughs> to seventy, you're not gonna want to work. You want right. to. You should have saved up money in your forty plus years of working to sit back and just spend that money that you've saved or whatever. Right. Let me tell you though. So when I got my first real job, I was 22. I just graduated. I worked in radio. They went ahead and set me up with a 401k. They're like, Hey, we already, you know, set up this account. We will put money in there regardless. Like whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, bet. Cool. Whatever. Literally set up the account and never went back to it. <laughs> never looked at no. it. I'm pretty sure that I don't think they were taking any money out of my check, but if they did, I didn't notice it. Whatever. Um, and that's saying something cause I was not getting paid a lot. So <laughs> fast forward, like three and a half years later, I get let go or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they've sent me, you know, like a flyer telling me this is what happens to your 401k account. This is what happens to this. This is what happens to that. Blah, blah, blah. This is your the day you get your last check, whatever. But I was so, you know, I was only like 25 at the time, 26. I don't remember how old. I was like 25 or 26 when I got let go. Yes. Yeah. Still young. I'm not worried about a 401k. I'm not like oh, let me look through and get my ducks in a row. Like, and so that had happened. And then literally, as I'm setting up my 401k with this new job, <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, I think I had had a 401k somewhere. Let me <laughs> see if I can find it. <laughs> and so literally, I remember the company it was Merrill Lynch. I'm going through my email. I'm like, cool. They literally were emailing me like once a month, every or once a week or once a month every mm. month or week since literally june of 2016 when i started mm -hmm. this job but then the email stopped in february of 2020 which is like a few months after you know i stopped working with them or whatever right so i'm going into that account there's nothing i finally find my way into that account reset my password whatever log in there's no money there and i'm like what is going on uh did they never put money in here so anyways i go back to that flyer that they'd given me again through email about this is what happens to all of your accounts and it had said apparently so your 401k since this company that you started at was bought out by a different company if you don't move your 401k money or like talk to them about whatever they will go ahead and just roll it over into an ira Oh, and so I'm like, okay, so they rolled it over into something. Where's that money? So I'm still looking through the account and I finally find documentation where they're like, cool, you had like oh, oh, almost to four and a half thousand dollars in this account. But as of like February, we terminated your account because like the flyer said, I had 60 days to yeah. do something with it before they were going to close the account and move it. So they showed me like some, there was some sort of breakdown of like 
what it had been split into that I didn't really understand. Mm. But what my biggest concern was each time when I looked through the accounts listed, though, it said zero. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, where is the account that shows the IRA information that shows how I can toggle it? Like, whatever. Like, there should be something else for me to log into. Right. There's nothing else. There's no other information. I can't log into any other sector of Merrill Lynch. So I ca- talked to like three different, I didn't talk to you. I called three different hotlines with Merrill Lynch. Yeah. The first two, I was on hold for 20 minutes before I gave up because they have different hotlines. So I was like, oh. second guessing. I was like, I don't think I'm on the right line. So yeah. I finally stick to one and I'm on hold for like 40 minutes. Like literally it was so long. I was like, I'm staying on this motherfucking line. Like they, they want you to give up. So that, right. Right. Know, <laughs> right. So to see staying, you fail. I exactly. So I'm staying on the line. And so finally this guy picks up and yeah. like, I just explained it to him. Hey, I never touched this. It, account must have closed, rolled over, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, you want me to tell you how much is in there? I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's a good starting place. He's like, right. Please, please hold. I'm like thinking, okay, cool. So I've basically been like investing for the past two years and didn't uh, even know it. Okay. Uh, IRA, like I'm investing. He tells me the same amount that I <laughs> that I saw had been what happened? So I'm like, it didn't do any, like, so it's literally the same amount. It just sat in these I don't even know what an IRA is, but it's sat in these stocks or something. Uh, like, what? It didn't do anything. So I'm like asking him, okay, well, anyways, how can I log in to see this information myself? Like, I'm not able to see anything on my end. Where do I log in? He yeah. says, so with this IRA, there is no online access to seeing anything. I said, cool. Do I need to like go into like Bank of America? Because Merrill Lynch is partnered with Bank of America. I was like, do I walk in and ask to talk to a specialist or something about my investment that I have? He's like, no, Bank of America won't handle this. I was like, so are you telling me the only way I know anything about this account and what's where my money is, is just being on hold for an hour and talking to you? He said, yes. I was like, I was like, you're telling me I have to like call y'all to even know what's going on with my own money. And the fact that literally they had been emailing me like basically every week. Right. What happened to that? month Until the account had been rolled over into an IRA, Mm. at which point they went ghost and were like, we don't need. It's like they were hoping I would forget, which I did. Yeah. Yeah. Banking on the fact. No, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) I would um, forget and they could just hold on to my money and I would never. So I'm like. Bro, so I'm. He's like, what you can do with it is you can start a, a new retirement fund with us. Of course. You can do stuff with us, uh, or you can like open another account and move it there. I'm over here, like, bro, like I can't see anything on my end. I'm not really even understanding where this money is placed. There's nobody I can talk to or like see in person. I can't see it on my end. He's like, we can also just cut you a check and then you can like move it wherever you want. I'm oh, like, okay. perfect. Yeah. yeah, do that. He's like, cool. But they're going to, you know, there's going to be fees taken out of it, you know, because you're, this is technically supposed to be part of your retirement fund. So, like, there's a penalization. Oh, oh. yeah, there's a penalization because you're opening it up early. And so how much? Like, yeah, that's what I asked. I'm like, so like, how much is that? He's like, sometimes it's 10 percent, but I really can't tell you like I 10 percent. I, I, I mean, that seemed anyways. He's like, yeah, sorry. He was like, um, yeah, he's like, I, I, I can't tell you. I was like. So I won't know how much they are finding me mm. until I receive the check. Right. Yes. I'm like, you, you see, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, this is my money to close it. I get it. Whatever. If this counts as retirement, you can't even tell me, look off top. They're about to take this amount. Like, 
Right. I just have to be surprised. What? And so then, you know, he's having me answer all these questions. Literally, he asked me, like, what is your tax bracket or what is your percent of tax that you pay? Something like that. Mm. I was like, how am I supposed to know that? I'm a child. Like, <laughs> I don't know that type of shit off the top of my head. He's like, well, you can ask a, a tax specialist about that. He said that phrase so many times, like, ask a tax specialist that I was like, connect me to one like who 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 would know these questions who can answer them he's like well tax specialist is like someone on your end like somebody who handles your taxes this I was like, is a lot just for trying to see what my yo. account status is i mean maybe yes. this is, anybody you know we don't have an email address but contact me and let me know if I'm we're gonna make wrong one. I'm, yeah I mean for the it. same we purpose we need to make one but he like literally i was just so confused while we were talking that a couple of times i almost said like you know what cut it like right let's call it off let's not do this i'm not comfortable i don't know what's going on but Mm -hmm. then i would think there's no other way for me to even get more information other than calling again another time waiting on an hour and i'm i'm obviously at this point this dude is more of a customer service specialist yes than like a banker yeah he's not a specialist about anything to do with bank accounts taxes right retirement funds iras he's just a generic and half of the time it didn't even seem like he didn't know it seemed like he just wasn't allowed to tell me like mm, okay it's like legally like you need to talk to your tax specialist about that like i we can't be liable for anything like shit like that where i'm like this is a scam like they want you to be confused they yes. want to tie up your money and not explain to you ex- like how do you take my money and do stuff with it and not think to contact me to say anything like hey let's explain to you like how do you does he even not have a number off top where he's like like, if you need explanation on what's happening here and what how to access this account or whatever you can do with it, this is a number you can call or go into, like, does Merrill Lynch not have a building? Like, I was like, I don't understand I know. why it's so cryptic right now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if I was, and the whole time I was very conscious that if I was just a different kind of person, I would have been like, I'm going to keep this IRA because it's beneficial to me as an older adult. And I will just you know, uh, do some research online and contact a tax specialist and I will get back with them and see what I can do to expand my portfolio. And this is a great chance for me with to that voice. Like I, I, if I was that kind of person, that's the kind of person I want to marry. Cause that's where I lack, right? <laughs> I'm passionate and emotional and spur of the moment, spontaneous and still responsible and love to plan, but like plan for fun mm. <laughs> and things like that. Okay, I'm huh? not good at thinking about savings and budgeting and IRAs and things like that. So somebody out there who is more even keel about, oh, I know all the fucking shit about taxes and changing tires and like whatever, like changing tires. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. know exactly when we hop off a plane, exactly where to go immediately. Like, you know, that that energy that white men have who carry one backpack in the airport and that's it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. They don't check nothing. They just that, slide right exact, through that. that They're also the first ones to stand up. So pros and cons. Well, I mean, the I'm not literally talking about that specific person is who I want. I'm saying oh, okay. that energy of just being like, mm. I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm very relaxed in a stressful environment because I'm at ease. I know mm-hmm. where I'm headed. Mm-hmm. That is what I lack in my life. No, <laughs> I mean, I've never been comfortable not a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where that's an area that I want to push myself. Like I told myself, like, now that I know, like, okay, that postdoc bag is secured. So 
good. So when I'm done with this, I want to like set up an appointment. I need to switch bank accounts because Bank of America has been kicking my ass for like mm-hmm. eight years. So I need to switch bank accounts. I need to go set up an appointment to speak with someone at Fidelity and set up all this stuff and take some workshop classes or something about like personal finance because I just need to I just need to do better. I can't you know change a tire. I can't I can't do a lot of things and I recognize the gaps in my mm-hmm. I know there's some boss ass independent own my own business black woman who has a company about financial literacy have you heard oh, yeah. of the, the budget nisa yes she's, she's nigerian yeah. yeah she's one of them there are different women just in general who know like a lot of us women like we're never really geared towards learning about this stuff because you know the mm-hmm. traditional idea of men handle money and women we don't know anything now we just need that for like yeah fixing tires and mounting tvs and <laughs> things like that <laughs> I'm tired of calling TaskRabbit to do my dirty work. Somebody <laughs> explain it to me. Let's get into yes. uh, whatever else we have to talk about. Yeah. So I, you know, cracked my knuckles and opened the dock and was thinking of stuff. <laughs> um, and one of the things that I want to talk about for pop culture is our fair lady, Rihanna. Oh, no. And everything that's going on with her. So I want to talk about it for two reasons. One, um, to commiserate. But at the same time, kind of recognize some of like the areas that are like the glows of the situation too so huh you mean like did you say glow glows yeah as in like at least it's not dot 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 (laughs) right yeah like positives right because i think she did want a child for a long time so like that's something that yeah i think it's worth commenting about me the thing the way i feel nothing about the way i feel has anything to do with the actual fetus I'm yeah. not feeling any way about a child. Right. Those of us who are disappointed are not like, oh, no, well, fuck that baby. Like, we're <laughs> not thinking that way. We are thinking of what this represents, mm. who she is now tied to for life. Mm-hmm. That is what we're thinking. We are not literally thinking about this soon to be eventual child. Right. That is true. That's true. And that's like what I'm also seeing online, too. It's mainly like uh, just with who ASAP Rocky is as a person and who he's also I mean, I can't say who he is as a person. So scratch that. But who he's presented himself to be based on what he's said and the things that he's done and the stuff that he's promoted. Um, so what are your thoughts with respect to that? Um, Michelle. Um, hmm. You know. I'm going to keep it brief. OK. Um, I was like, it's like Nikki all over again, kind of like somebody that you're like, you are so, Mm -hmm. you know, you're somebody that a lot of us, a lot of people have looked up to, you know, you are a very strong, powerful black woman, you know, who owns her own things, talented, creative, all of these great things. And you like stood up and been firm in yourself. And it feels like at some point, each of these women feel like, well, I just want to have a man and have a baby. And so like, who's around? Like, mm-hmm. who's easy even? Like, it's not even about, you know, it's like, let me just lower my standard or not even lower your standard. But like, I'm not looking for my equal. I'm just looking for somebody who can fill this role and mm-hmm. who won't fight me on much because I have more than him. I'm more powerful and influential than him. He needs mm-hmm. me, if anything, like this is pretty safe. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. And I was disappointed about that. The way that I can look at it in a positive light is to be like, at least it's not future. Oh, my goodness. Wow. At least it's not Nick Cannon. Wow. It's not oh, somebody like John Mayer, somebody who like mm-hmm. low key is horribly problematic. Like, right. Is that Brocky is 
problematic, but like he's not. It's not so dire that it's like we need to. <laughs> I can't support Rihanna anymore because she's mm-hmm. that means that she supports racism or whatever. It's not like to a huge oppressive level like that, like a Trump supporter or something yes. crazy. And and you know what? Like Sierra, she did the same thing when she got pregnant by Future. The only difference is Sierra doesn't have like a fan base like that who would have, you know, back when that happened, nobody was like disappointed in her. It was just kind of like a whatever. Oh, they're together. Yeah. Yes. And so Sierra married, she got pregnant by, you know, that kind of guy. And she rose from the ashes (laughs) and eventually found somebody who worked out better for her. So this is not the end for Rihanna. I don't, obviously she and him are not going to be together forever. You don't think so? Yeah, you know what? I guess. I just don't want to, like, you know, forecast anything. I, but I do agree with what you're saying. I don't think ASAP Rocky's as bad as, like, um, what's his face? Kenneth Petty or anything. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, yeah, those things that he said in the past are, and, like, those views have been held pretty consistently over the years. It's not like things have changed. It's unfortunate. I just it's hope. The fact that he's the direct opposite of Rihanna, too. Like, I know. if he I got, mean, like, fucking young Miami pregnant, we wouldn't give a fuck. We wouldn't be no. like, oh, no, young Miami, don't do it. You know, like, we wouldn't give a fuck. But it's Rihanna who has That's stood true. for so much. Like, she, right. she, like, literally marches in the streets with people, like, mm-hmm. during Stop Asian Hate and different things. Like, she donates money. She does so much awareness. Like, she she doesn't even play with... She will literally fire you from being an ambassador from her brand if you say right. the wrong thing. So right. for her to like with him i can't even say the words but like with him with him not even be with him with him you know and i think we were just able to kind of pretend like it wasn't a thing for so long yeah well they also were under wraps for a while like they no, they have a lot of pictures out together really oh maybe i wasn't maybe i was under wraps i was they were the blogs were posting about her and him for almost a year but like i just saw them at the met gala when he wore the captain crunch dress yeah that was one of the moments where he brought her down and people i feel like people kind of dragged her a little bit more than they would have if he wasn't there with her Mm -hmm. right like people Mm -hmm. usually give her room Mm -hmm. or whatever but i feel like people weren't as open to liking her style because she came with him and he looked crunchy like you said (laughs) (laughs) so it's like uh and rihanna why are you with him Uh, like none of y'all look really good tonight uh Mm -hmm. but like yeah they've been stepping out together for some time but i think we all were just hoping it was a phase Mm. you know when your homegirl it literally feels like when your homegirl is with somebody and you're like i know why is she with him she could do so much better yeah and she's like oh i'm just having fun with her you're like okay (laughs) yeah okay but deep down you're like praying like lord one day like just let her wake up and Mm -hmm. walk away and and find the right man and then your homegirl one day comes to you and is like actually i'm pregnant and i'm already six months along and you're like fuck no 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 and it's just like it's literally so disappointing it's almost like i almost it's not devastating but it felt i literally felt it in my chest like it felt like somebody i cared about mm-hmm. had ended up with some crunchy ass man and i just feel like i keep seeing it just like women uh. with these men who don't compare to them and i i hate that for us i know i feel like i feel like it's it's happened not since the beginning of time, but just there's so many instances of it and stuff. I saw, I don't know if you know Keon, he's like this kid on Twitter and he literally tweeted, he was like, I fell to my knees like when the news drops because it's like so many people were just like upset at that and everything else. And I was just like, I mean, I looked it up because I was like, curious. So I think, I mean, I think one of the things that bring them together is that Asap Rocky's dad is from Barbados. She's from Barbados. So they're both Barbadian. 
So I think there's that cultural tie that's there. I don't want to hear any justification for this. I'm not just playing it. I'm not just playing it. I'm not their child. But I just, I saw that and I was like, okay, that might be part of it. <laughs> like they're both from the islands. Island gal. He is not boy. from the, he's from like fucking Harlem or something. He's not from fucking. <laughs> oh no, he's from Soho. Remember he told us I, I stay in Soho. I'm not no, in the street. Not, yeah, he's, he's now in, I can't, I just, this is painful for me. Mm. Can you go go on with your points? So- okay, my la- my last point is just like you know, it's I think it's unfortunate. I would just hope that the time that he's been with her, that he's changed his tune on certain things. Because he, I saw this one GQ article or whatever. He said that she was the love of his life, and that he yeah. never thought that he would find someone like her and all that stuff. And I remember reading at the time, being like, "Of course, it's Rihanna. Like exactly. you're even lucky that you're even with her." Uh, what's even funnier is like, so where was her matching article where she said that about you? Like, where Ooh. was her? Because you know when she was dating that billionaire, she went ahead and let everybody know. Look, I have put on healthy relationship weight. Mm-hmm. I'm taking time for myself. Do you remember when she did that article where she said, "Oh yeah, I don't really talk to Drake." You know, when he did that whole speech for me, it was a little weird mm-hmm. or whatever. And she was like, "This is the first man who's made me want to take time for myself." Like she literally yeah. was ebullient about that guy. And so the fact that ASAP Rocky is like, hey, he did that whole interview, and then like crickets from her mm. <laughs> about like having strong feelings i think it literally is just like a safe mm. he's a homie like he's cute i'm attracted to him he's like a little puppy dog who follows me around does whatever i want yeah you know, if we ever had to fight over custody i have way more money and influence than him so the baby's mine <laughs> <laughs> i'm really excited for the month of february obviously because it is black history month and it just clicked like is that the reason why the new prep family is dropping this month Maybe, mm. but I'm very excited about it because another trailer came out, and I mean, we another trailer came out. Yeah, where? Why did I know about this? It was on. I saw it on YouTube. I think like a clip came oh, out about shit. with her singing. I didn't watch that one, See, but another trailer why, came out. This is why we should look at the outlines because you linked the video, and I just I did, but I also, I mean, I did it earlier today, so it's okay. But I'll just say that. I'm still super excited for it. I've been rewatching The Proud Family and it looks like like all the old characters are back except Sticky. Of course. Because I don't think Orlando we Brown. Know, we know why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not. He wasn't invited back. back. He's not invited. <laughs> yeah, Sticky gone. Um, but just like seeing like Penny and like her different, like her being, of course, Oscar being super protective of her and then her having these interactions with all these other people that we're going to be introduced to. It just was really fun. It was really cool. And so I'm just excited about it. about the show. It's not the music video with the girl singing the new. Because I saw that. There's a new, oh, the new was that sweet? <laughs> Who was that? I didn't watch it. I just saw the no, thumbnail. No, it was just some other biracial girl. Oh, that is <laughs> not sweetie. sweetie. It was so she's not rapping. She's singing. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, you're like she has sweetie. She got light skin. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sweet from the uh, thumbnail. Okay, yeah. never mind. Never mind. No, it's some girl. No, it's she's she sounds great. The remix sounds like it's good. Like they kept they remixed the beat. Different singers. Some people are saying they they were hoping Chloe Bailey. Chloe and Halle Bailey would do it because you know, oh. Solange and Beyonce. Yeah. I, like, I mean, why? I mean, I don't really care about who sings what and like, mm. what kind of budget do you think Disney really gave them? Like, right. Cause they already pulled in like all the old people too. Exactly. And, and a then, bunch of like Lizzo, Lil Nas X. Like, we're literally talking about budget for just the theme song too. So, like, right. the producer already has to get paid. Yeah. Let's just find some girl from YouTube or whatever. <laughs> she can sing it. 
give her like five grand or whatever to just a one-off check. Although actually, I think when you th- when you sing a theme song, I think you can potentially get royalties off of it if you really if you finesse like your contract well enough. Hmm. Or, or whatever i mean it really is what you ask for and what they're willing to give you so she probably didn't get that because we don't <laughs> yeah that's true what, what negotiating power does she really have <laughs> right probably nothing especially if she's not yeah i said 1500 dollars, and we'll let you be in the video where we talk about it <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll add your youtube and instagram handle How exposure Ex- thank you we'll give you exposure we will it's pay like- you in exposure and ritz crackers <laughs> <laughs> from uh craft services like literally that's <laughs> that's that's probably how it went but yeah i'm excited for it too these next two topics i want to talk about are topics that are potentially controversial first the men with mics phenomenon have you heard of this men with mics is this the podcasting thing the podcasting thing yeah i mean i haven't heard of that phrase but i can already assume what it's about yeah that's basically what it is so I don't want to go into a lot of detail about it, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit as a person who now has a podcast um, and seeing how that plays out. So if you're not familiar in the past, like two or three weeks, there've been a bunch of different clips of men who have their own podcasts and saying a lot of outlandish problematic stuff. And it seems like, you know, whenever a group of men are around a microphone, bad things happen, not all the time, you know, but it's just the stuff that's been shown online. That's really unfortunate. And I wonder what environment has like allowed the proliferation of this content to kind of go viral in this way. Um, and why it's almost kind of the same type of content that always goes viral where people are talking about like it's guys and they're having conversations about there was this one podcast where these guys were talking a guy was like, oh, well, if my wife gets pregnant um, and she has a baby, she needs to snap back as soon as possible because I'm not going to be attracted to like a fat woman or something like that. There was the two um, black guys who were talking about they don't date black women and they were doing all this um, stuff with, they had a podcast with Asian doll that came on and stuff like that. And then there was this other guy who was wearing sunglasses indoors the entire time. So it was already just ugly. And he was talking about like, well, as a high value, the whole high value man movement, things like that. So first, I just want to know what are your thoughts about it? I don't have any thoughts. Um, I don't. People can say whatever they want and it's Mm. just shock value. I don't even know how many of these dudes really believe that. I think Mm -hmm. they just know it's sensational and we internet flocks to it like catnip and goes crazy, even though it's what these people wanted. Right. Right. That's true. No, I think that's exactly true. And I think the thing the I wonder if this is something that because we live in an internet age, it's becoming more and more it's easier for this type of stuff to like get viral and run with it and people get their 15 minutes of fame and that's it. Or if like something has shifted in the culture that kind of allows this content to not be underground as much as it was before, which I assume it was, and kind of like bubble to the surface. I think it's what you're saying about how going viral in the 2000s wasn't a thing, but now we you can go viral on Twitter, you can go viral mm-hmm. on Instagram, you can also go viral on TikTok. Three different avenues that can garner shit tons of engagement, trending topics, more right. followers, more followers now in social media and engagement. You show that to your fucking advertisers. They're like, cool, we will pay more to like mm-hmm. advertise on your show or whatever. Like there's a lot of ways to make money just from sitting in front of your computer or, you know, sitting with your fake ass panel and talking about who brings what to what table. So mm. that's what they're doing it for because they know that the shade room will pick it up and all. Yeah. Yeah. Blogs, YouTubers will talk about it. I've heard the word fresh and fit podcast so many times. Yeah. And I'm like, are people, I, I, 
horribly suspect that people actually went to their podcast to listen to those specific episodes that, you know, the clips went viral from that people went to their YouTube page to be like, well, let me just hear the context of the whole, you know, shit like that, that they want. Like, cool. You just gave us, we just broke a hundred thousand views on this Uh, because y'all came to see what all the hullabaloo was about. Cool. Right. Like, why do we care what random people on the internet are saying? Like, that's why, I'm, why are we paying them any attention? Right. I think then that's my next question. It's like, I feel like I've heard two camps of like, they need to be, um, what's the word? Deep platforms. Like they can't be pers- like, like saying all this stuff and it's hateful and all that type of stuff. Or it's like, well, the reason why they're able to continue to make this content is because someone's watching it. And if you don't talk about it and you don't make YouTube videos with them in the thumbnail and being like, okay, we're going to talk, have a 45 minute video like replaying clips and doing analysis and commentary on it. Like you're not going to give oxygen to this fire that's being like, right. you know, well, they're like us. So they can keep making videos and episodes no matter who listens to it. Cause I, yeah. think, I think they're independent. And then, I mean, they obviously have garnered advertisers. I'm assuming at this point and YouTube generates the ad revenue for you or whatever. Mm. If you don't already have a sponsored video that somebody has literally paid you to be like, talk about us. Right. Don't let it cut to the commercial. We want you to talk about us or whatever. So they can keep making episodes. It's really not expensive to have a fucking podcast or to have a camera set up. Like, it's, I don't. it's not that hard to do. I don't believe in deplatforming things that like this because I'm like, mm. you just don't have to listen. I mean, right. it's not like they have any power. It's not like they own anything or that they're affecting anybody. And the women that they hate that are if they have women in their lives, those women are choosing to be there. Right. They don't have any there's I don't see a reason to make it a big thing like at YouTube, get rid of their channel. <laughs> <laughs> like, or you could just like literally, what is that thing that kind of reminds me of like uh, Is it Tyler the Creator? Girl, you see? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Best we see each other. We right see there. each other. <laughs> Go best friend. That's my best friend. Best so, friend. Yes. Yes. I was literally thinking of when Tyler, the critic, yes. was like, how can you be like bullied, <laughs> uh, cyber harassed? Like, close your eyes. Shut the <laughs> laptop. Like, what are you talking about? That's what I think about when I think of people saying, 100%. You platform them. Because I'm like, you could literally just not click play. It's like when yep. people were mad at Lil Nas X for his video. It's like, right. Or you could just, like, how did you end up there? Because YouTube didn't make me watch it i right. still haven't seen the video i still haven't seen it montero to this day i haven't yeah. seen any of his music videos i don't even believe i've seen little to- town horse little horse road little Old town road <sighs> yes i'm not throwing shade because that song is lit i like it yeah a um, little toy, toy I, horse I, road. <laughs> anyway <laughs> little big town I don't, I, don't, I don't think i've ever gone to look at one of his music videos because his music is just not for me yeah um regardless of anything else so you don't have to be privy to th- shit you don't want to be and i wish everybody would just stop caring yes and now it's like that's where i want to land on this topic too and it's actually related to my next topic um really quickly but yeah i feel like if you are on first of all don't listen to these podcasts if they're saying shit that you don't like and don't go on these podcasts or these shows as guests like why do you want to go on there to get berated or to get angry or you feel like well i have to stand up and talk to him and or talk to them and like you know prove myself and make let him know that what they Mm. said is not okay don't do it like why what do you gain from that because same thing but in reverse it is like same person wanting to be a part of a viral a potential Mm. for a viral moment it's them being like oh they're getting a lot of attention right now let me hop on even if i don't agree with them because then i Mm. like people are watching them i'm on it it could also be posted by the blogs right which it was with um 
Brittany what's her face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw people. I saw the clip on some somebody's YouTube channel. I don't. And yeah. I was like, cool. What did she accomplish? She didn't. They made it her- seem like she was like um, defending women and being like, why? She was really just no, defending. She wasn't. she wasn't. I don't think she was. I think she was defending herself. Yeah. And I think at the end, she pretty much was like. I mean, y'all aren't my cup of tea, but y'all are doing your thing and yeah. then that's fine. I think right now she is just going wherever we'll have her. Like I've mm-hmm. seen her on, I've, I haven't seen anything, but I think, wasn't she, she had a thing where like, was it like some retired football player literally had her come yeah, in and to the talk to his team so that, yeah. oh, I want her to tell you about girls like her who will be trying to subduce, like, so that she could give them the game. I like see how hard like, my eyes are rolling like i, I, I literally back in time. was like she just is trying to ride this wave of people mm-hmm. i have a bad reputation with this whole pj washington thing but i can turn it into a bag mm-hmm. by going to speaking engagements going wherever they will book me so her even being there i was like aren't you disgusted with the, like why would you even want to sit in front of these dudes and talk to them right like, even if she did a good job of you know turning the argument around on them and being like what you know she, what she said made them pause and think because it was like they th- their idiocy like had no logic with what she was saying right but i was like what did it do for her other than attention and that's right. why she went to yeah get attention and it worked because she went viral so mm-hmm. it worked yeah. for both of them like they, like again because their podcast goes viral again too and they're getting more plays <laughs> like, right and it's like all that money they can't buy lotion they always look chronically ashy it's just it's a problem for i them, just feel bad whatever. for their they're like moms like yeah and they're both they're, wherever they are i think they're both african i don't think they're black american i'm i'm sad whatever. for like whatever women are in their lives yep raised this and it's like how did you raise m- men? It's hard for me to say that word. With them, but like, <laughs> it's hard for me to say it, but how did you raise these people to talk like this about women? Like you're mm-hmm. a woman, they don't respect women, but that respect should have been taught by you. Right. I thought as well as their fathers. So mm-hmm. anyways, anyways, Joe. Yeah, literally. But Did the last thing. That, uh, sorry, I'm going to insert a real quick topic. Yes. Did you see that Will Smith is doing a song with fucking Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> really? Hold on. No, I did not see that. When you were talking about like, oh, it's Black History Month, I was like <laughs> laughing on the inside because everybody is like, Willow, during Black History Month, like day three. Oops. Yeah, day three. How dare you can't do this, Willow. Uh-huh. But them kids, yeah. they didn't, you know, they grew up around like eclectic white people. So yeah, they, they probably thought it was just another day. I literally yeah. don't think that they think about you know, they to them it's he's just another guy. Like he's Yeah, he's an artist. Exactly. There you go. He's another he's an artist. artist. He's another their song is called Emo something or they're talking about being emo. So she's like, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she's in her whole nineties rocker uh, Oh Willow Smith. Catch a vibe. She's 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 doing she's working with Travis Barker and all this shit. So okay, I just wish is is there not another alternative to Machine Gun? Like who's a better rocker? Who's a version of emo? 
kind of punk rock that's not machine gun cat like who there had yeah. to be somebody i know he's like still chester, hot right now like i know chester bennington is not with us anymore from lincoln park but like yeah. there had to have been somebody else from that realm girl do a song with the dude from hoobastank do a song with <laughs> anybody else and it was anybody so else just girl send it back hang it up flat screen flat screen like i just man that's news to me i did not know i just saw it before day. we met <laughs> okay you know great and even speaking i mean in the last pop culture thing and it's not even pop culture it's just a topic that got me heated earlier today for no reason i was like in the bathroom at work and i was on twitter and i saw this thing so there's this content creator her name is Alyssa ashley do you know who she is no okay that's fine um because she's not a celebrity so i don't know why everyone's up in arms about it but she's like um she was a makeup guru she was friends with jackie Ina. And she has a twin sister who also does makeup and wigs and stuff like that. And then she like transitioned to being like a photographer and she's a pretty good photographer. And then now she's gotten into fitness and she like posts a lot of like TikTok videos of her like working out. And she says that it changed her life because she just felt like, you know, directionless in life. And then she had a purpose and it was transforming all that stuff. Fine, great stuff. And she looks good. Like she was never like super, super skinny, but she never was like super, super big. And that doesn't even matter. It sounds like she's gotten a lot of confidence from like, doing like lifting and all that type of stuff and that's fine people have noticed this change in her content because she would make videos about makeup and then make videos about photography and now she makes videos about like working out and lifting and stuff and then someone on twitter was like um you know i think it's just really funny that she basically like alluding to her and didn't say her name but i think it's really funny that she was like a makeup girly and now turned into a fitness girly and the whole undercurrent of that comment was like it sounds like she's becoming that she's now like fat phobic because she's kind of pushing this fitness content on us. Yes. And I'm like, okay, she's pushing this fitness content on us and she's pushing like desirability and it's harmful. <laughs> me. And this is why I preface this earlier by saying is, I don't know if this is controversial or problematic because I feel like there's a lot in diet culture and then a lot that has to do with diet culture, a lot has to do with body positivity, a lot of this that has to do with fat phobic and fit phobic and all that stuff that I'm not really abreast of. But when I heard that, I was like, I don't see how this connection ties in. And this Twitter user who describes themselves as like a um, black fat queer activist was like, she is she is basically being violent by pushing forth this content. And Alyssa saw that and ret- quote tweeted it. And said this thing is like, hey, for anyone who doesn't know, like this was a major change in my life. This is not a because people were saying like you're now rebranding and now you're marketing fitness to us. And look at this rebranding, rebranding. And uh, like she's like, this isn't basically saying this isn't a rebrand. This was a lifestyle change for me. Like this was I transformed my entire life and it really brought me a lot of confidence and I'm excited about it. And I want to share it with the people who watch me. You don't have to watch me. This is like basically this is a genuine change in my lifestyle. And now my content reflects it. And people were, you know, saying that like now you're being now you're victimizing this person with marginalized identities by quote tweeting her and people are saying her death threats all of this is to say i don't know much about i know that fat phobia is wrong i have and you know and all that type of stuff but the extent to which there's a line between working out and pursuing health and being fat phobic i feel like i know personally where that line is i don't think she crossed that line but some people were thinking that she was and i don't know if you're familiar with like body positivity, fat phobia, working out that whole world. But I was just, I was heated when I saw it and I want to talk about it because I feel like the person who started this whole dialogue or whatever, I just feel like it didn't make sense and it didn't need to be there. But am I wrong for feeling that? I don't know. Am I fat phobic? I don't know. I don't think so because I am fat and I don't want to be fat, but that's just that. So I'm not 
the best. This is the kind of conversation. It's like asking white people, like, do you think that's racist? I don't think it's racist. Oh, that's, you know, like, I've I don't seen really that too. I don't consider you to be fat. That's obviously something that I don't. It's a personal. I, yeah. I don't think I can even identify. Like, I, I don't even think that's mine to like call anybody. Like, right. If you are, you are. But if you're, if you say you're not, you're not. I don't, I don't even right. care. Um, I can't talk about if it's fat phobic in general. Cause again, like I'm not fat. So right. I can't. I'm not going to say something that obviously I can't relate to. Mm -hmm. But all I get from this is just like, y'all need to get the fuck off the internet and go. That's yeah. Get some fresh air because Mm -hmm. touch some grass. How does this woman just making whatever YouTube videos she feels passionate about attack you? How like this fucking word violence that people use. I started using it. I'm, I, <laughs> I use it ironically like oh that was I'm, like, I'm not I'm not quite to the point of ironic but I mm-hmm. learned from watching Iyanla that you know things that aren't physical can be violent oh yeah like if somebody out of nowhere yanks the carpet out from under you emotionally mm-hmm. that's that is violence that's emotional violence like, it's true like that very true but just logging on to YouTube and seeing that your favorite makeup artist did a couple of crunches and drank a smoothie <laughs> and you feel like like it's I, I mean, I guess I'd get it if I've never seen her videos. It, uh, if the new videos are now like super like trying to sell you shit where like out, not, of nowhere, yeah. out of nowhere, it's like fitness bar. Oh, like these uh, su- uh, appetite suppressant lollipops. Mm-hmm. Oh, a uh, f- flat tummy tea. Like if all of a sudden she was like promoting that type of shit, like that kind of dangerous diet culture type of shit to you, I wouldn't even call that violence, but I could see being like, you really like flipped the switch on us and now you're basically just selling us shit that we right. never asked for and unfortunately I have to unfollow and being done with it. Right. But if it's her just being like, girl, I like to do jumping jacks every now and then and like, you know, right. I think it's fun to go to the gym or whatever. I don't see why that bothers you other than you just being deeply insecure about your own mm-hmm. fucking self. Mm-hmm. You just being like, well, now that she's lost weight and maybe I even think she looks better she feels better or whatever I feel attacked because it Mm -hmm. feels like this maybe before she was relatable and she did makeup and photography and I was rooting for her now that she reminds me of something that I'm not it hurts right so I'm taking it personally even though she doesn't know who the fuck I am right not making her content for you child like she can literally talk about switch to anime next week and you really have no right to like make it about you it's Mm -hmm. literally so entitled and i'm really tired of these fucking people (laughs) on the internet and just in the world in general who have you know it starts off as like a lot of us have been othered by the world you know never been the tiny light bright conventionally Mm -hmm. attractive thin petite athlete i was athletic but you know like the picture perfect like idea of what you know america wants to see right like standardized beauty Exactly. So now we've had to own it in other ways, you know, black mm-hmm. girl magic, the, like the girl you said, who proudly is like, I'm a fat, queer. Uh, yeah. Like, activist. And activist. Or, you know, you know. Like, before, like nobody wanted to call themselves fat. Nobody wanted to call themselves queer 20 years ago. Right. Like it's reclamation and ownership. But if you are mm, really fucking proud about that, why does this, this girl shouldn't bother you making her own shit about what she's passionate about feel like violent? Like, it just sounds so fucking whiny. Like, mm-hmm. get out of your fucking mom's basement. It's like the, the woman equivalent of get out of your mom's basement. Like, mm-hmm. to like that creepy guy on Reddit who's just like eating, like drinking Mountain Dew and eating like hostess 
in the middle of the night. Like that weird guy who's like on the internet and like trolling everybody. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's become this other version of it, of people who are loud and saying, you know, a lot of times they don't even have like themselves in their profile pics. It's like a cartoon Mm -hmm. or something or whatever, but they're like, I'm this label, this label, this label, this label. I have completely othered myself Mm -hmm. to every nth degree because of how the world made me feel othered when I was a kid or a teen. So now I'm- claiming all these titles and I feel like I need to be heard and tell everybody that I'm upset and I'm mm-hmm. mad. And it just kind of goes back to what we said about like, girl, close your laptop. Like that's it. That's <laughs> it. Eyes. I literally thought when I was reading all that, I was literally saying to myself, like that tweet, like, just don't just go outside. It's not that big of a deal. And I think it hit me more because growing up, I know how it feels to be seen as like bigger. I know the struggle that comes with that, the weight struggle, the health struggle, how you're viewed. I being dark skin on top of it, it sucks. So seeing that and seeing like someone like, I don't know, call out this person for taking advantage of, you know, being able to, you know, make a transformative change in their life and take their health seriously in a way that works for them and feel good about it. It's like, that's, Mm. I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. I feel like my life is better when I take my health seriously. I'm not saying that they're not. But you can like working out does not mean I'm trying to get skinny. People work out for a variety of reasons. And it doesn't mean like I'm trying to lose weight. You don't even have to go outside. Just go to another YouTube channel. Like close the tab. Like it's not that serious. Somebody else. It's weird because it's like that's how I know you don't see that YouTuber as a person. Mm -hmm. If you really think that she sat there and thought about people like you and was like trying to like hurt y'all. Like if you know she wasn't trying to hurt y'all and deep down like what is the root of the problem? Like what is she doing? that's so bad you really can't find it like it's not actively anything to do with you and I think the last thing I'll say about this too is that they were the person who made the tweet and other people who agreed with this person framed it as uh that she was rebranding like she was rebranding why is that bad though there's nothing bad with it about that and number one I don't think that making a lifestyle like let's say you're a content creator you had a certain lifestyle it wasn't working for you like she felt like very closed in and depressed by feeling like I, anytime people wanted to see me I had to have a full beat on I have to have lashes on like I didn't like living like that like having to always be done up in order to be presented to people so I stopped doing that because it wasn't making me happy and I started working out because that was making me happy and it's a lifestyle change people are reframing it as a rebrand. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like people need to separate people who are online and their content from who they are as a person. I think like if it's a, if it's a business or a content thing, okay, yeah, it's a rebrand, but a lifestyle change for a person is just that a lifestyle change and they can be separated. Well, in YouTube, I think it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Because a lot of these, I mean, she's not just some reviewer who's reviewing movies or whatever. Like she is some sort of lifestyle vlogger, right? What she's, when it was makeup, when it was photography, it was about what she was passionate about in life. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about making money for her. It is about what I'm going to talk about reflects what I'm feeling in my own life. That's so true. Why yeah. can't, if she, is she not allowed to change in life and be like, you know, I don't really fuck with makeup like that anymore, but I do fuck with the gym. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about that. Why can't she, and if that is rebranding, because yeah, her brand is now fitness. It's no longer going to be makeup. Why is that? Why? You're not paying for a subscription to her channel and you're not locked in for 30 days. I can see if it's, I signed up, I paid for 30 days of makeup and like halfway through, you started talking about fitness all the time. Right, exactly. I want my 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 money. Exactly. But you didn't pay for anything. So like, why is, anyways, we we can move on because I'm- We can move on. Everybody, hey, this episode pretty much ran long. So we're going to stop right here um, so that I can make time to edit this and post it uh, by Monday or Tuesday. 
Okay. Our topic is going to be in a separate bonus episode for y'all. Sounds good. Um, so yes, we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>